after a crisis, we long for things to go back to how they were. But anyone who's suffered before will tell you, life is never the same. It's not that life has changed, but we have changed. We can see things differently now. What we believed would protect us, didn't. What we hoped would fulfil us, now seems further out of reach. But this year may yet prove to be a defining moment, if it leads you to discover something truly valuable. This month, why not join us and meet Jesus, who brings life to the full. My name is Rob and welcome to Same Again Session 1. The last few months have rearranged my life completely and with the isolation of lockdown and the global pandemic, it's brought new perspective and lots of time to think, hasn't it? Same Again is the opportunity to, for you to chat this through with others. There'll be a chance uh, to share how lockdown has been for you and to think on what the Bible says about the world around you. Tonight we're starting with the question, whose world? Whose world is it? Is it our world? Is it nobody's? Or is it God's world? We're starting here because it really does impact how we view everything from our lives to global pandemics. And it's often the step we jump over or miss out completely. We live as if there is no God because we can't see him. And yet the Bible opens with these five words which are going to set up our whole discussion for tonight. They'll appear on the screen. They are in the beginning. God created. In the beginning, God created. It doesn't see the need to argue for God's existence. That's a given. It kicks off instead with what God has done. And from what he has done, we see what he is like. It's God's world. He made it. That's what that first sentence tells us. In the beginning, God created. And as its maker, he has all authority. He owns it. Sometimes bad authority makes us feel uncomfortable, doesn't it? But we see that God's authority is kind and good from the start, in the order and beauty of what he has made. If you were to read on from that line, you'd see him creating and ordering things and providing for mankind. God made the world, and that means he made us. That's the second thing we're going to think about. God made us, we belong to him. So my wife had a bike, and when it was given to her, it was quite a nice bike. But being from Liverpool, the first thing she did uh, was to take chunks out of it. Uh, she knew that it could be nicked at any point. She defaced its new look with scratches so they could be identified. Thankfully, she didn't do the same thing with me when we got married. Fast forward to Beckentree 2019 and the ne neglectful influence of her husband and having nowhere to store it uh, meant that the bike now needs quite a lot of repair. And by that, I mean two new wheels. The specialised and personalised frame was in our back garden when someone thought they'd walk off with it. And who blames them? It looked like it was going to scrap. But it still bore her initials on it. She'd etched it into the bike. And so it rightfully belonged to her. So that, and this says something else about my wife, 
when she spotted it just this week, being ridden up at Gale Street shops, she marched right up and said, I won't do the Liverpool accent. Hey, that's my bike. And when the person said they bought it, she could point and say, no, those are my initials. It's mine. Now, obviously, we are far more precious than a bike. But we belong to someone. We belong to God. And it's like we bear his initials that says we are not our own. There's an intrinsic dignity to every single human life because we are his. And made by God, we reflect something of what he is like. Let's think on that likeness for a moment. We've seen that God's actions were creating and bringing order from the start. Uh, and actually, we're doing one of both of those things pretty much all the time. So the stay-at-home mum who's picking up toys after their toddler. Or the cook in a school making school dinners out of raw ingredients. Or the shop owner or construction worker. Or someone cutting someone's hair. They are bringing order to the world around them. We recognise beauty in that order, don't we? People comment on the display of flowers at Chelsea at the Chelsea show, uh, but they are upset with me about my overgrown garden. Whatever we're doing, whether it's at home, at work, or simply enjoy, for the enjoyment and satisfaction of it, we're bringing order and creativity. We are made as rulers of the world, but rulers under him. We are made by God to be rulers with a little r, because our rule should always be in relation to him. That's why our drawing for part one looks like this. God is the loving ruler of the world. He made it. He made us to be rulers under him of his world. You might be thinking, some of that really resonates with my experience of the world around me, perhaps the, our job of ordering and creating. But you might also be left wondering why so many things in the world are the way they are. If God's in charge and he is good and kind, why does everything from our relationships with one another, our bodies, why does it feel so broken? That's why it'd be great if you could join us and come back for session two, where we'll tackle the question why evil? This is the point where our chat room will open. Why not head on there using the link above to share your comments and thoughts with others. See you soon. Mm -hmm.